Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of The Follower. Today, we are going to continue uh, our study as we go through the book of Revelation. This will be the seventh episode thus far, and um, today we'll take a look at a very difficult portion of Scripture, and specifically the book of Revelation. We're going to be discussing the seven trumpets. So if you have a Bible, or if you have time to uh, sit down, open your Bible, and go through this teaching with me, I'd encourage you to get that now and uh, open up to Revelation chapter 6, and we will get started on this episode of The Follower. I've been reading this book, uh, as you know if you've been following along, by Brian Tabb called All Things New, Revelation as Canonical Capstone. And it's a part of a series um, that's a part of the New Studies in Biblical Theology. And there are almost 50 uh, books that comprise this series of New Studies in Biblical Theology. And this title, All Things New, I think is very fitting, especially for this portion of Scripture that we're looking at, a very uh, difficult portion of Scripture when we're talking about the seal judgments, the trumpet judgments, the bowl judgments, a series of seven, three series of seven judgments uh, that God is bringing upon the earth. And uh, you can't read these passages without really thinking back to the Genesis creation account, and nor should you because that's a part of what's going on here as John writes this. Um, uh, you're familiar with that story with the creation of the earth, and it is good what God has done. But by the time we get to the end of the Bible, things obviously are not very good. And God is going to make things good again, and that includes these series of judgments upon the earth. And again, these are very hard passages to read. They're very uh, difficult to uh, even stomach, and yet I think it's important for us to be familiar with them and to read them. They are a part of the canon of scripture, they are in our Bible, and we shouldn't avoid them just because they're difficult to interpret and also hard to um, to accept. Uh, they, they do serve a purpose in God's plan, uh, that is these, these judgments that we are reading about, and that God has a plan for bringing uh, renewal and wholeness to earth again, as Tab says in his book, making uh, all things new. And so we uh, turn our attention to these trumpet judgments. Again, we had just looked at the seven seals earlier, uh, and now we, we turn to another series of judgments, the seven trumpets. And this Passion of a uh, portion of Revelation is in Revelation eight six through eleven nineteen. If you have a Bible, we um, 
open up and we we see in verse 6 of chapter 8 the first now of these seven trumpets and it says now the seven angels who had the seven trumpets prepared to blow them and uh, these uh, sounding the sounding of these seven trumpets will now bring more judgment and wrath upon the earth the trumpets throughout the bible play a very prominent role in the history of of uh, israel of god's chosen people especially with priests who would sound trumpets in times of warfare and also worship and just one example of that a very familiar one is in joshua chapter 6 which is uh, the record of the, the fall of Jericho, where there are seven priests who go before the ark of the Lord and sound seven trumpets, which signal the fall and destruction of Jericho. And in the book of Revelation, the trumpets appear again. There will be seven of them, and uh, these are not happy times on the face of the earth as these angels go out to sound these seven trumpets, as we will see, um, they bring great destruction and pain and suffering to earth itself and those who dwell upon it. Again, if you're interested in, in taking the time and reading through this portion of uh, these uh, trumpet judgments, you can read Revelation, basically chapters 8 through 11. But in 8-7, we see the first trumpet is blown, and I'm not going to go into detail on each one of these, but just mention them quickly. Uh, this, this first trumpet brings with it hail, and fire and a third of the earth is is burned up and this tab says uh, takes us back to a prophecy in Ezekiel chapter 38 verses 22 and 23 where we're told that that God will one day again rain down hail and fire to display his greatness in the eyes of the nation and so a third of the earth is burned up after this first trumpet judgment. The second trumpet, we read about a, uh, a burning mountain that is cast down to earth. And the result of this judgment is a third of the sea turns to blood. And then the th third trumpet, where a great star falls from heaven. And this star is given a name called Wormwood. And where the second trumpet brought a third of the sea that turned to blood uh, this star wormwood results in now a third of the fresh water the rivers in the springs are made bitter and and poisonous to those who drink it and then there is a fourth trumpet that is sounded and a third of the sun and a third of the moon and a third of the stars are darkened and an interesting thing happens after this fourth 
trumpet judgment, we're told of uh, an eagle after this trumpet. Let me read in verse 13 of chapter 8. It says, Then I looked, and I heard an eagle crying with a loud voice as it flew directly overhead. Woe, woe, woe to those who dwell on the earth at the blast of the other trumpets that the three angels are about to blow. And <laughs> as if these first four trumpet judgments are not enough, uh, a third of the earth is burned, a third of the sea turns to blood, a third of the rivers and the springs are made poisonous, a third of the sun and the moon and the stars are dark, and now this, this eagle... Uh, proclaims these these woes to those who are on earth and that these next three will be even worse judgments for those who are uh, dwelling on the face of the earth and so we we read then the first of these final three the fifth trumpet where another star falls to the earth uh, stars in Revelation many times symbolize uh, angels, and they represent angels, and that is the case here because the star uh, then opens a bottomless pit, and uh, smoke just pours out and rises from this pit and smokes out the sun, and out of the darkness come these earth-invading locusts, and these locusts do not eat grass or the crops or any of the fields, but they they bite people with a very painful uh, scorpion-like bite. And we're told as we read through this that this goes on for five months. But those whose foreheads have been sealed with the seal of God uh, are safe. God protects these. Uh, but the rest of the earth, we are told, will will want to die, but they won't. It says this in verse 6 of chapter 9, And in those days people will seek death and will not find it. They will long to die, but death will flee from them. It's such a dreadful thing to think that people will be seeking death, we're told, in 9.6 of Revelation, and, and yet they will not be able to find it. That they will long to die, but death will flee from them. And again, I want to reiterate that these are, these are very dark, difficult pages and passages uh, of of the Bible, and uh, they get a little bit, <clears throat> excuse me, get a little bit darker here with the sound of the seventh, or excuse me, the sixth trumpet. And uh, the sixth trumpet, when the angel sounds this trumpet, we are told that there are going to be four angels who will be released who will now set out and we're told will kill a third of humanity. 
An interesting contrast here earlier after the fifth trumpet where people will want to die but they won't be able to. Um, a sixth trumpet then is sound uh, after this plague of the locust. And we are told that uh, four angels will take a third of the lives of people on earth. And uh, I don't know if this can be construed as a, an act of mercy on God's part, that those who are crying out, wanting to die, and now these angels will uh, take the lives of the third of people on earth. Whatever is going on here, however this is to be interpreted, uh, the judgment is sobering as we read about these angels, as we read about the pain of those who are on the face of the earth, but the hope for those who have this seal on their forehead, the seal of God, who are protected and, and spared. It's very similar to the Exodus account and, of course, the Passover, where those who have the blood um, over the doorpost, uh, these plagues of the death itself passes over those who are protected by the blood. <clears throat> and in Revelation, we, we see this as well. It's un, the connection is unmistakable. And we also see that um, after a third of those are taken from the earth, uh, you know, I'm asking myself, well, what about the other two-thirds <clears throat> who uh, are alive? And, and we're told at the end of this sixth trumpet, uh, in verse 20, it says, The rest of mankind who were not killed by these plagues did not repent of the works of their hands, nor give up worshiping demons and idols of gold and silver and bronze and stone and wood, which cannot see or hear or walk. Nor did they repent of their murders or their sorceries or their sexual immorality or their thefts. That puts an end to chapter 9 of Revelation. And so those who remained on earth, the rest of mankind who were not killed by the other plagues, failed to repent. And this is so much uh, like uh, the, the account in Exodus with Pharaoh where these plagues come one upon the next, and Pharaoh's heart just continues to get hardened and hardened and hardened. These are pretty obvious things that are going on and all around them and, and uh, catastrophic things, but yet people and their hearts will continue to be hardened and will not repent of their idolatry, their worship of demons and idols, and then their sins of murders and sorceries and sexual immorality, which many times go hand in hand with idolatry and idol worship, and then their th uh, thefts as well. And so all of this then leads up to this seventh trumpet, which is uh, a pretty dramatic break in the sequence of these judgments, as we're going to see. So if you can get through reading about these six 
trumpet judgments up to this point, and we finally then get to the the seventh and final trumpet, what we see and what we read about is a complete change of, of scenery. Now, uh, when the angel uh, sounds this seventh and final trumpet, uh, the, the scene and takes place not on earth, but in heaven. And it's an incredible scene that we're told about. I'm just going to read it in Revelation 11, 15. It says, Then the seventh angel blew his trumpet, and there were loud voices in heaven, saying, The kingdom of the world has become the kingdom of our Lord and of his Christ, and he shall reign forever and ever. And the 24 elders who sit on their thrones before God fell on their faces and worship God, saying, We give thanks to you, Lord God Almighty, who is and who was, for you have taken your great power and begun to reign. The nations raged, but your wrath came and the time for the dead to be judged and for rewarding your servants, the prophets and saints and those who fear your name, both small and great, and for destroying the destroyers of the earth. Then God's temple in heaven was opened and the ark of his covenant was seen within his temple and there were flashes of lightning, rumblings, peals of thunder and earthquake and heavy hail. And this final trumpet, which brings a complete change of, of scenery, uh, actually leads not to uh, a plague or a judgment, but when the trumpet is sounded, it leads to praise uh, and to worship. And this follows, again, the same pattern of the Exodus account. If you recall, in Exodus chapter 15, which uh, Tab points out in his book, that just uh, as Moses and Israel did when they uh, were able to flee captivity from Egypt and then Pharaoh and his army uh, chased after them and God miraculously provided a way out and going through the, the Red Sea, but Pharaoh and his army were consumed by God's wrath by the waters and were drowned. And as soon as that happened, when God's people on the other side got to the other side, Moses and Israel broke out in praise to God after Pharaoh and his uh, army were defeated by the hand of God. And that's what we see here in Revelation 11 and the seventh trumpet where uh, the elders are worshiping people uh, in, in heaven, the saints giving thanks and praise. There's reward for God's servants, it says here, for his servants, the prophets and saints, those who fear God's name, both small and great. And I think that is a good way to end this podcast episode is to just be reminded 
uh, of God's power in all of this, that he has complete control and power over creation, that his power is able to rescue his own and to bring relief and reward for those who love him, that he wants people to repent of their idolatry and to turn to the one true living God of creation and that we should ultimately fall on our faces before God to worship him and to praise him who holds our future and the future of the earth in his hands. God bless you as you think about these things. We'll see you next time on The Follower.